And welcome back to an episode of the Geeks and Turns. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. And we are reacting to the ONL Gamescom announcements. So the announcements from the uh, uh, Jeff Keighley's little thing. Yeah, uh, opening night live. Yeah, ONL. Yes. Yes, because chances are there will be will be other announcements, but we probably won't be getting to them because yeah, like this is uh, yeah, our schedules were off, man. Yeah, and then and also like this is usually how it seems like it happens. Like obviously we get like E three kind of stuff going on i mean i don't think we had e3 this year sadly mm -hmm. but we basically still had like you know Jul june Jul june basically being like beginning of june being basically uh announcements for like a bunch of games mm -hmm. and uh, obviously gamescom is like the next big uh games uh sort of industry thing uh where they announce a bunch of stuff and you know uh tuesday night they uh, want well, tuesday night uh i guess it's tuesday afternoon for us because it's in germany um they announced a bunch of stuff, and uh, uh, overall, I thought it was an alright presentation, but uh, there are some interesting titles to think to talk about. I mean, not not obviously, I don't think anybody, I think people were, I think, may, may have expecting too much. I think I saw comments being like, where's God of War? That's coming out this year. Let's see more God of War, and you know, all that other stuff. Uh, but I think, uh, for the most part, uh, I have a couple of games uh, I, I read down that I think were interesting to talk about. So uh, we'll get to that. I think the first one, I think, is the first the first game they announced. Actually, I think is the most interesting yeah, one. Yeah, because there's a lot of con conversations going around with that one. <laughs> a lot of controversy with this one. Uh, everywhere, which, um, <clears throat> from what it seems like, it's supposed to be like this sort of like interactive, like, like, um, game of some kind. You know, of like mm -hmm. just people being able to interact in like a virtual space. And what's interesting about it... Well, it's called Everywhere, right? Yes, uh, Everywhere. And uh, what's interesting about it is uh, it seems to be um, maybe like uh, having some NFT stuff involved. Which, uh, you know, NFTs, uh, not to get too into it, but it's like Bitcoin, blockchain related stuff. It's pretty controversial because uh, essentially you're just it's people owning stuff that aren't that that isn't really a thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Like if you see those weird, dumb-looking apes that people have in their Twitter profiles, sometimes that's what an NFT is, and it's. I mean, we're it's, not gonna get into it. No, no, no. yeah, the non-refundable tokens. Um, it's. I recommend looking it up. Yeah, there's probably like like. One, thousands of videos. Yeah, thousands of videos that are better explained than we could ever do on this podcast. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you can form your own opinions. Um, but in the in the gaming community, NFTs are seen as bad because they're essentially like worse microtransactions. Like, yeah. They're... It, it, it's feared that they will turn into like worser microtransactions of like people being able to own digital items that aren't really theirs. Yeah. Right? And... Uh, the interesting about the thing about it is that um, the game everywhere uh, hasn't had a stance on whether it will have NFTs, but it is hiring people that are like known for making NFTs. Yeah, like they're we want to hire people <clears throat> that like know the blockchain, you know, mm -hmm. that's you know Bitcoin and all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's very cryptic, very interesting, especially. For like the first game of this Gamescom announcement stuff, it's like, 
Because, I mean, I know, like, I have seen, like, other gaming companies being like, no, we're not going to do NFTs. We don't think, you know, you don't well, think it's square. right. Yeah, Square. Oh, boy. Square <laughs> Enix. Ooh. They're like, hell yeah, we'll get you NFTs. Freaking, we'll make it, you know, <laughs> we'll get you all the NFTs. NFTs are the next <clears throat> Final Fantasy. God, no. We'll make the next Final Fantasy VII remake uh, uh, into an NFT. No. Yeah. No. no. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a slippery slope. Uh, it is very much a slippery slope. It's it's very like from an artistic standpoint, it's kind of like shit because the idea is that you make something and like you have ownership, but then you really don't have ownership of it, and it's like really contradicted to the idea of like what you know art is supposed to be. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's a really weird thing to announce first. Yeah. I don't know if Jeff knew that. <laughs> I mean, he, it definitely seemed like he wanted to, like, the, like, they wanted to, like, he was, like, definitely wanting to, like, get more information out of it. Mm. I mean, if you go back and watch it, it does seem like the guy who's presenting the game is kind of, like, you know, like, keeping his lips sealed a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because that's, you know, how it usually is with game announcements and, like, mm-hmm. having the developers up and they don't want to do a Sean Murray, you know, No Man's Sky where they promise too much and underdeliver. Yeah, but then but Sean Murphy ended up making it ha- making it happen though. Yeah, I mean that took a lot of time and effort though, and obviously, I mean you know, no one yeah. wants to end up like No Man's Sky where you have to like buckle down and like improve. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a lot of people have more or less forgiven uh, Hello Games for that, but there's still a bunch of others that are like, you know, it should have like you know, if it had to take this long to get the game to be where it's at, then you shouldn't have released it. You should have you know delayed it. But mm-hmm. obviously, there's a whole worms can of that stuff. But uh, yeah. Moving on, um, I think one of the uh, other big games that uh, was interesting, mm-hmm. especially because we got gameplay of it, mm-hmm. Callisto Protocol, uh, made by the uh, guys that made the uh, Dead Space. Yeah, no, that one looks so good. Yeah, like it. It definitely feels Dead Spacey because I think I was explaining to you when I, we were watching it, um, like minimal HUD, like mm-hmm. straight up, like your health bar is like basically the screen thing behind your neck mm-hmm. of the ca- player model or the character. Yeah. Um, really good graphics, although um, I feel like the uh, YouTube compression definitely sort of, like, was messing with it. Mm-hmm. I think we both saw that. Like, we were headed at, like, you know, the full HD, but, yeah, we still saw a little bit of, like, pixelation stuff that was There was also off. a good amount of motion blur that made it very, like, yeah, yeah. Hard, to, hard to watch, especially for me. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, you and I uh, men- talked about it uh I mean, I'm not that, like, I'm not a graphics junkie, mm-hmm. I guess, when it yeah. comes to video games. Um, I'm not like, oh, it has to look super realistic or I'm not going to play it kind of thing. Because, I mean, I don't really care much about that. I care about mm-hmm. gameplay, you know. Um, but I will say, the water physics uh, that were being showed off uh, in this trailer, freaking cool. Oh, yeah, no, everything looks really nice. Uh, the gameplay looks really fun. Um, it's, well, I never was really that into Dead Space. It looks like a game I could be into. Yeah, like, it's very, it's space horror stuff, you know, uh, and it definitely, it seems like mm-hmm. it, it's uh, sort of leaning in towards that. I mean, heck, um, <laughs> the way the trailer ends is very, uh, very telling of, like, oh, you know, like, oh, yeah, no, uh, you're not an invincible dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because I remember, because there was, there was a point in the trailer, I was like, oh, oh, you gonna, he, 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 he should be dead. And then it's like, oh, no, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he did. Yeah, you're not coming back from that kind of injury. All right, so I think then the the next game that I thought was uh, interesting um, mm-hmm. to look at was uh, Dune Awakening. We only got a trailer for it, but 
Yeah, no, that's... They are banking hard on Dune now. Yeah, because we had the Dune, like, I think, strategy game that's on early access on PC right now, which I thought was already out. Heck, yeah. I think you and I thought, oh, is this the new trailer for that Dune game? It's like, no, it's a different Dune game that is supposed to be an open-world survival MMO. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, uh, I you know, that sounds cool in theory, right? Like, mm-hmm. it would be fucking cool to just ride, a, like, a, a sandworm. Yeah. You know? To do all that stuff, you know, uh, explore, you know, the planet of Arrakis, right? Um, at the same time, though, MMOs are very tricky to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen when that first came out, like, it was a hot mess to the point where they had to start over. They literally, like, <clears throat> nuked the, the game. They nuked the game to make a better game. Yeah. And now, like, Final Fantasy fourteen, like, Realm Reborn is, like, good. Yeah. Because they listened. So... Uh, I forget who the developer for this is supposed to be, mm-hmm. but whoever it is, I feel like they have to like have seen what happened with Final Fantasy fourteen and like mm-hmm. a lot of other failed MMOs that have to be like, mm-hmm. all right, we gotta like do this, this, and that to like correct this stuff. You know? Yeah, because like the the thing about MMOs, and I'm saying this from my personal experience, it's always like having the time to do it, right? And oftentimes something like Destiny. While I really enjoyed Destiny. It's a thing where, like, man, I just don't have time to do all this stuff. I mean, here's the thing. Destiny's not even really that MMO, but it has a lot of MMO. Exactly. Uh, it has a, it's not very much. An, it's it's more like a looter shooter. Yeah, but it has those MMO elements, like, uh, you know, raids and stuff. Yeah, it has the, the elements that make it so that it's hard for someone like me to, who, who doesn't have as much time to do to play, you know, experience those stuff. And it's kind of, you know, kind of a sad thing. But hopefully, like, like the Dune game, well, it's only, like, a cinematic. It looks jaw-droppingly, like, amazing. Like, like there's some, like, cinematography-level stuff going on in there. But, yeah, uh, Dune... It's also kind of weird, because, like, the, the second movie isn't even out yet. Yeah, I mean, like, it is interesting, like... Not to say that, like, the Dune movie that came out, like, last year is f- fueling a Dune renaissance. Yeah. But it definitely seems like, um, you know, whoever is, like, behind the Dune IP at this point really, really wants to be like, okay, we got to push Dune. Like, it, mm. it, it can't, it has the potential, you know, like, I think when we, when we talked about Dune, when we reviewed it, uh, co- you know, months back, you were like, this, like, has, you know, this was, like, a, sort of like a, like a proto-Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like, so... You know, if you have a proto Star Wars, you can like, you know, you have the potential. It has the potential to get to like not Star Wars level, but like franchise level, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this is what they're trying to do. And it might be against what a lot of what even the, I think because uh, the director uh, Dennis Villeneuve mm-hmm. doesn't really care much for like uh, franchises, but like it's it has the potential of being like that kind of thing, especially considering how long the books are. Because like each book, because like there's like what seven books in the in the in the. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like there there's a lot of story to be told. Mm-hmm. Even uh, some people I know that have read the books, have told me, oh dude, there's a lot of stuff they didn't even talk about. And it's yeah. like, wow, okay, no, that's that's interesting. But uh, yeah, what's the this and the other game that we're talking about is uh. Uh yeah, this one is a little bit of a interesting note. I, I only put it there because I just find it interesting. Mm. 
that uh, I think because I'm pretty sure this didn't happen for the PS4. Yeah. But the uh, PS5 controller is getting basically a pro version. It's called the Edge. You can customize, the, you know, your uh, yeah. the joysticks and all mm -hmm. that other stuff. It's very similar to the Xbox Pro controller that uh, yeah. Xbox put out for the, the the one or you know a couple of years back. And it, you know they're doing. I think they're still doing it because it's compatible with the uh, Series X. Mm -hmm. Um. So. I just found it to be interesting. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. Because I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it didn't happen for the PlayStation Four. I don't think no, I remember no, no. seeing like something like. But a I do remember, control. like back in the day, uh, a lot of people were talking about how Sony needs to kind of do something similar. Yeah, because a lot of people really liked the idea of what the Pro Controller was capable of doing. Yeah, like I mean, granted, like the price point, you know, people are mm. probably you know like a little iffy on, but you know, from people who have decided to take that, you know. Mm -hmm. jump to use that pro controller they're like oh yeah this is really good you know and uh you know i i think it's interesting that playstation is sort of finally like doing it especially because it's developed by them you know straight from like playstation mm -hmm. and it reminds me of the t of the, the fact that even xbox looked at the the, the new dual sense right yeah with all the the stuff that it has it's like <clears throat> huh you guys think we should try something like that yeah, and you know, I I just wanted to highlight it because yeah. it is sort of like that like competition of like you know the different gaming companies, mm -hmm. especially console makers, sort of like looking mm -hmm. at each other and like trying to like not one up each other, but like provide similar stuff and you know like you know create competition because that's what you really want in like the games industry, mm -hmm. honestly. Healthy competition. Yeah. Uh, the next one, uh, I liked it. I put it on here mainly because of the trailer. Mm -hmm. And we did get, I think, a, maybe a little bit of gameplay at the end of it. Um, mm. Lords of the Fallen. Oh, yeah, that game. Uh. It, it, like, because it, it's kind of a bit, like, Dark Souls-esque. Mm. But, uh... But remember, it was only a cinematic. Yeah. Um, it, it does have, like, an interesting, uh, I think, world kind of thing. Um, mm. It looks like you're, like, a knight who can, you know, has this light. They have to go around doing stuff. Uh, it definitely seems like it's going to be very Dark Souls-inspired. Mm. Which, I won't lie, um, is kind of interesting that we are seeing like this. I think maybe like a like a grand like mm -hmm. just a lot of like dark Dark Souls esque games starting to come out. Especially considering one of the games I have on my list is also very Dark Souls inspired. Um, and because I, I don't know, like it's kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know if it's because stuff like Elden Ring like really like has pushed people to be like, or like Gummings, various gaming companies to be like, we should make games like that. You know, it feels like, like, like the yeah. Metroidvania genre, you know? Yeah, 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 I see what you're saying now. Because like, it's the Metroidvania, you know, Metroid and Castlevania, they sort of revolutionized the entire genre to the point where they became a genre in and of themselves. And you see like a lot of, uh, especially nowadays, you see a lot more Metroidvania style games, especially with the return of uh, Metroid Dread. Because you had like, um, I guess the best one I can think of on top of my head would be Ori in the Will of the Wit, or you know, Ori in the Will of the Wisp. That was a that's a Metroidvania. I mean, heck, the original. I think one of the creators of Castlevania, like, uh, made his own uh, mm -hmm. game that's basically more or less kind of a spiritual successor, uh, Bloodstain, right? Yeah. Which uh, that's actually one of the few successful Kickstarter campaigns for a mm -hmm. video game. Like, I think I I could I'm not sure if they are making a sequel, but I mean. For what it's worth, that game uh, did very well. Um, then you got, I mean, obviously, like Metroid Dread coming back. You know, like Metroid coming back with you know Metroid Dread, uh, and that's a good game. 
I mean, uh, heck, uh, we mm-hmm. got that game from uh, that was shown on the Xbox press conference. Uh, the uh, I think it was the Curious Case of uh... yeah, 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 the Curious. Uh, yeah, that that game was um, was talked about and it looked really good. It looked very interesting for. Yeah, I'll double check the name, but uh, yeah, it's, it it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting, sort of just uh, how how we're essentially. I feel like we're getting mm-hmm. to the point where like Dark Souls like is gonna become its own genre, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, going on to the next thing I have on my list, um, yeah, is just we got a short trailer for the new Hogwarts Legacy game, um. Which I'm forget is coming out. Yeah, it is coming out, and the other interesting thing about it is that it will be getting a Switch version at mm-hmm. a later date. Yeah, which to me is like so interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more or less the main reason why I'm talking about. I want to talk about it because for the most part, the trailer. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd be more or less just see dark arts. They're like a dark magic stuff. You yeah. know. Um, I mean, if you're a big fan of the Harry Potter stuff, uh, you're gonna you're probably gonna love this game. It's probably gonna be like. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can't think of another game where like um of like it's based off a huge property where you get to be mm-hmm. in that universe or whatever. Yeah. Your own original character. Like your own original character kind of thing mm-hmm. like with the scale of what they want to do with the Hogwarts legacy. Yeah. Um Con- and considering how much effort they're putting into it and seeing that it's going to be something like on Switch which is well for one great that's going to be on every console. Too, I'm surprised it's going to be on Switch considering how yeah, because the way from, that game yeah, looks. Because honestly, for most of the footage, I'm pretty sure we're get, we're looking at straight up like Xbox Series X, PlayStation Five graphics. Because mm-hmm. it is going to be on the older generations as mm-hmm. well, and you feel like those can run it decently well. But I don't know, like, because I'm not saying that it's impossible for the Switch to run this. Because I mean, it's able to run Dune, Doom, uh, you know. Uh, Fairly well. Fairly well, but there's a lot of, like, technical wizardry, like, various companies have had to do in order to, like, make stuff run at a consistent rate, and mm-hmm. it does look kind of not great. I mean, um, I think biggest example for me was uh, The Witcher, when The Witcher 3, when it came on Switch, does not look that great when comparing to the other yeah. consoles, but... For it being a Switch game mm-hmm. and be able to run at a consistent frame rate, it's a goddamn miracle. It is a it's a miracle. It is indeed a miracle. So I'm gonna be it's gonna be very curious, and yeah. I think it's half of the reason why it's getting a different release date is yeah. because they're still working out a lot of kinks to make it work right. Mm-hmm. Well, also just the fact that it's Harry Potter and it's become sort of like one of the biggest like franchises in the world, so it's so damn popular. So seeing like you know them talking about this kind of product you feel like it's kind of you kind of have to take note because it's kind of like hard to avoid because it's such an interesting uh taking and it's such an interesting you know game of itself you know despite some of the controversies that currently it's going through uh i mean mainly with the jk rowling yeah i mean you know like i know that's soured some people i mean uh when it comes to like you know their position on harry potter as you know a Mm -hmm. franchise or a series um uh, I do know that J.K. Rowling is not really that involved with the, uh, the mm-hmm. making of this game. I don't think she's written anything for it. So, I mean, for any hardcore, diehard uh, Harry, Potter, Harry Potter fans, 
Um, You'd be fine. Yeah, I think you can like at least have a bit of a, a restful conscience. Yeah. On that sort of stuff. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next one. Um, Sonic Frontiers. I should be excited for a game like this. It has everything I want for a Masonic game to have in current, you know, current time. Yeah. But I've also heard a lot of not so good things about this game. Yeah, like I mean, I know that like I think one of the biggest criticisms that has been coming out of this game is that it be, it feels a bit too empty, you know. Yeah. For an open world, and you know that's kind of a bad thing. If you're an open world game, you want to have lots of things to do. You want to make the you know have this feeling that this world is immersive and alive mm. and stuff. So yeah, it's probably like going to be one of the bigger factors. I mean, it's mm. very ambitious. Uh, I'll give Sega credit for that. Like mm. you know, it takes the Sonic franchise into that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of just op- curiously uh, optimistic. I just kind of want to see more stuff. Um, we get a little bit of more story here. Yeah, a bit more gameplay. Um, but overall, uh, you know, I think. It's going to be interesting because... Yeah, I, I'm not... A uh, person for me, it's not going to be like a day one buy. Uh, it might be like a day later or two or a month or a week. Uh, or whatever. I don't know how long it will be before I would buy this game. Uh-huh. But um, it's... For me, the game looks like... Like I said, it looks like everything I want it to be. Like, it's going to have some nice, like, on-rail stuff. You know, some classic Sonic stuff. But also, you get to run around in an open world. That sounds like something you would want you know, a fast character like Sonic to do, right? You want to run around and be free. Yeah, because I think for the longest time, for the most part, um, you would have, like, maybe open-world sections in, like, say, mm. Sonic Adventure, but they're, like, in the city sparts, and you, there's nothing to do in those things. Not, like, a huge open, like, vastness of mm. space or whatever. Uh, like, the open wilderness and stuff. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's one of those the concepts that, like, is cool in theory, mm-hmm. but you really got to nail the execution, and I hope Sega does that. Because not to say that Sonic is in a bad spot in terms of video games, because mm. I mean, we you get like uh, you know um, Sonic Mania and stuff. People really like that, but uh, you know Sonic Frontiers for a lot of people was kind of um, disappointing. Yeah, I think that's the right word to say. So like for the next big Sonic game, you know, you kind of want it, you know. So like, at least, you know, make a good game. Um, the next one on the list that I have um, is Lies of P, which is a Life game. Life of P, right? Or no, is it's it li- Lies. Lies, okay. I thought it was Life yeah, of P. Yeah, because um, uh, this game is a mm-hmm. sort of steampunk take on Pinocchio. Dark Souls style. Dark Souls style, too. Yeah. Um, which, I'm going to be honest... I think that for a lot of people, that was a highlight of the show, too. Because it's like, you don't think about, like, okay, Pinocchio, but he's, like, a robot, and, like, it's Dark Souls gameplay. Okay, you know, like... That's crazy. I like it. I like it. It's, like, one of those things where, like, you don't, like, when you, like, you hear it at first, and you're like, wait, what? But then you give it, like, a second thought. It's like, oh, oh, that's kind of cool, because... We get to, like, I really like it because we actually get, like, I think this is, like, one of the few trailers where it's, like, mostly gameplay. Yeah. Which, I mean, for me, I've always been more of, like, cinematic trailers are fine and yeah. all. But if, just give me some gameplay, you know, like, 
Because for the most part, if it's just a cinematic trailer, I'm not. I'm more hyped about the concept than about what is you know what. Congratulations, is the game. you're you're. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say producer, but not a producer. An advertising agent. You're an advertising agent. You're. Yeah, I I understand you're, advertising. That's you're, how you you're act. someone marketing. You know. Yeah, you know how to talk to the to the guys who are gonna give you the money. Yeah. But in in you know in this case you know we got some gameplay it looks really cool I mean Pinocchio has a metal arm you can like I, I think you could change it out to a gun and stuff that's pretty deep mm-hmm. you know he's carrying around like a big sword and stuff mm-hmm. he's fighting other robots uh, I do like I do find it funny that like the trailer uh, like reveals Geppetto and stuff and mm-hmm. it makes it seem as though like it's one of those like oh my god moments you know where mm-hmm. it's like. It's a slow, like, he comes out of the thing, it slow pans to him, he's like, I finally get to meet you again, son. And it's like, it's Geppetto, like, I feel like it's meant to have the effect of, like, it's Geppetto, oh my god, but it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, it um, feels like if you were to do that for, like, say, a Marvel movie, yeah. where, like, the trailer reveals, like, a new character, and you're like... It's Thanos. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how it was when, when I first saw Thanos. Um, but no, what's in, I find it funny cause like, I think, is it coming out this year or is it next year? I don't actually, let me double check. Cause I, I feel like it might be next year. Cause like this is in just a short amount of span, we have like at least three Pinocchio projects. The, the, I guess remake, I guess, uh, whatever you want to call it. The one that Disney's doing for Disney. Yeah. Plus. The remake, uh, the Disney remake of, of Pinocchio. Then we have the Guillermo del Toro's which Pinocchio I'm, which I'm on excited Netflix, for. which yeah, it does look pretty cool. Uh, and now we have uh, Liza P, which is another take on Pinocchio. Is, did is... Pinocchio just get part of the... No, I think it's always been in the creative... Uh... Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it was like, you know, like, uh, you know, in the creative domain or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, Public domain. Public domain, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's always been in there. Uh which, funny enough, actually reminds me that Winnie the Pooh is now public domain stuff. Which, because uh, I remember there was like a trailer for like a very like horror inspired Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. and you're like, and I think I remember being like, that's kind of weird, and it's then it's like, oh, it's because uh, Winnie the Pooh is in the public domain. It's mm-hmm. not owned by Disney. Uh, it's just that Disney made like the most famous version of it, which mm-hmm. is kind of what Disney has always done, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it kind of reminds me of that. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, mm-hmm. Pinocchio's always been in the public domain for a while. Um, but it looks like uh, it's supposed to be coming out maybe this year, but probably next year. Okay, so yeah, I was, I was right. In just a short span, we got three Pinocchio titles coming out. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like a weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's like an inverse of Dune, where like you feel like oh, it's because they want to market Dune to be a big franchise, and here it's just like. You know, like, Pinocchio's cool. Let's just, let's go back, let's re- let's revisit Pinocchio, you Ooh, know? What can we do with Pinocchio that's already, that has not been done already? Steampunk, let's go. <laughs> Makes sense. But we, but how do we tell this story? Video game, make it Dark Souls. Exactly, that's what's popular. That's what, that's what we need. That's what that's, sells. That's what sells. And normally, and, and, you're, and you're looking at Jim, Jim, that's a good idea, you get a raise today. And you and normally you're like this seems this seems like a bad idea, but then when you see it in action, boy does that look cool. They, and thank God it was people with who know what they're doing. Yeah, because like this could have also be like, because if you were to say that to a normal person out in the middle of the street, middle of of Houston, Texas, right? You you, you go down to downtown. Like, hey, would you play 
a Dark Souls in Dark Souls style Pinocchio game, where it's all steampunk, and they look at you like, "The fuck are you talking about? Get away from me!" <laughs> Crazy man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I think that's that. That's definitely think a highlight. Yeah. Of the of the uh, of, of, of the games home reveals yesterday. Mm. Uh, another one which I find interesting mm. is a Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game. <laughs> Made by the guys that made the Friday the Thirteenth video game, so it's in a very similar style of yeah. uh, it's uh, you know a multiplayer game where you play or like mm. what, four people play the survivors and yeah. then you have other players playing you know the uh, which the killer. I think the guys who made that lost the rights to using Friday the Thirteenth. That's why they moved on to something else. I could have sworn they were doing a Texas Chainsaw Massacre one, or I might be confusing with studios. But essentially, like, the idea that we're making a Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game is a genius idea. Honestly, it's... Because, it, yeah, it is one of those, like, like super, like... It's it's a cult horror film. It's a cult horror film because, yeah, the idea is stupid. Like, the title, Killer Clowns oh. from Outer Space. Yeah. That is the dumbest thing. That is the most B-movie thing you can yeah, hear. Yeah, like, B-movie thing or like, the blob, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you know, for a video game, and because we do get to see a little bit of gameplay, yeah, and you know, it is in that style of Friday the Thirteenth, so it it does have, I think it, it will be kind of fun, especially I think it'd be more interesting because, uh, with because obviously with uh, for, you know, the Friday the Thirteenth video game, you play as uh, Jason, you just run around like chopping people up and stuff. Mm. Uh, well, the the the, the camp counselors try to find a way to escape. Yeah. If you're lucky enough, you come back as a. This one dude who... who like knows. the one guy who was able to kill Jason? Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but no, it uh, uh, it is kind of a neat... Mm. Like, I think it'll, it'll be more creative, I guess, because I, we do get to see from the gameplay, like, the clowns are using, like, soup, like all these crazy weapons and mm. stuff. So Just, just like they did in the movie. Yeah, so, like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting stuff going on. Yeah. Which, my one question is... How are we gonna? How goofy are we gonna go? Because that movie was super goofy. I mean, we pro- it, 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 it probably will go into some very goofy places, which I'm all ex- which I'm all in for. Because obviously, mm-hmm. with a title like that, you gotta you gotta go goofy. Yeah. And what's the next game we got? Uh, the next game I have, and it was the last game they announced. Um, the long-awaited Dead Island Two. Which I totally forgot was a thing. I do too, but I remember it, the thing. I the reason why I remember it is because it had a trailer like long ago, where it's just this guy running through like the streets of like mm. Menace Beach or whatever, and like as he's running around, you know, all you see all the zombie stuff happening, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very famous, iconic trailer. Um, but I think the thing was that the developers that were making it like closed down, so that never got made. Mm-hmm. You only got that trailer. Um, but you know, we got another trailer and we actually got a little bit of gameplay, I think. Uh, I'll double check on that, mm-hmm. which is very good. <laughs> you know, like, I, yeah, no, um, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see it, but I heard it, it was shown off, but, uh, I'm guessing did it show gameplay? We, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we did get a little bit of gameplay in there. Um, cause I believe, yeah, it's coming out, um, this year. Yeah, I believe it is coming out. Yeah, you know, it comes out in February. So yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's I think perfect 
we get like a trailer. It's this dude in L.A. just like mm. you know do, going about his day, killing zombies, going yeah. to the store, picking stuff up, you know, like living that life. And it does seem like we're getting like a sort of a story of like yeah, it's these people who are living in like a post zombie society, just like you know, mm-hmm. living their life in L.A. Um, and we do get to see a little bit of gameplay, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it looks fun. Uh, it, you know, I, I think I granted I'm, I was never really like I guess that into the Dead, Dead Island, like the first one. I, I thought it was neat. Mm-hmm. I think the main reason why it got popular was because the Dead Island, like the Dead Island ones trailer. Oh, with a little girl. Yeah, is uh. <laughs> yeah, that guy that got some emotions. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely like one of those trailers where you're just like, holy Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Which is why I feel like these newer trailers definitely are leaning in the opposite direction of like going with a more comedic kind of style. Just like yeah, because yeah, that was always the thing about that first trailer, right? It's the dude who's walking down. He's like, you know, jamming out to his song, and like not noticing all the chaos just happening. You yeah. know. <laughs> and here we got like not a similar vibe, but it's just like a dude just like w- w- going around. Like he's going to the store. He's just killing zombies on the way. You know, just yeah. like annoyed at this point about all the zombies. He's yeah. Just, like, which is like yeah. it's still the same thing, but kind of in a weird way. <laughs> I'm just not remembering that. Didn't was didn't E3 they did like a Goat Simulator one that was just like, yeah, that was like it, it was announced for like I think Goat Simulator two, but it was in the parody of yeah. No, no, actually, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, yeah. Goat Simulator three was announced at e, like earlier this year, and it yeah. was a it was a parody of the Dead Island two trailer. Yeah, exactly, the exactly. First one. Yeah, so yeah, because I was like, because I remember watching, I was like, Dead Island two, that game's still coming out. And that was a goat. I was like, oh, it's a goat. Go similar, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I do think it was an interesting reveal, mm. you know, especially because it is coming out so soon in, in relative time. Yeah. Uh, so you know, happy for those guys, or like I guess happy for Dead Island fans finally mm. getting a sequel, you know. Yeah. That they were promised so long ago. Um, I don't really have much else to talk about, although I will say I think another interesting note from the uh, mm-hmm. from the Gamescom was uh, like I guess a a clip of a boss fight from the high on life game mm. uh the, made by like i think one of the creators of rick and morty um and i'm gonna be honest it was very underwhelming for which one uh the high on life game you remember the oh oh yeah it, it was like surprisingly underwhelming i feel like I, it's and so was the crowd yeah i think the crowd as well uh, they were just like mm, yeah i guess because it was uh, like a showcase of a boss like an early boss fight and I think the highlight of the of that trailer was supposed to be the witty dialogue and stuff, mm-hmm. and not necessarily the gameplay. Because like looking at the gameplay, it's just kind of eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I guess like the like there's a lot of like um, I don't know because the humor wasn't really like hitting it. it so know? and here's my thing, right? And I was talking about this. I like I like Justin Roiland's uh, some of his shows, but his comedy is just so kind of it's 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 become very apparent, you know. Like you know a Justin Roiland comedy when you when you see it when you see the com- when you see like the jokes coming in the way they're delivered, and once you get that for a whole game, and you said this yourself too, that when you're focused on playing the game, you're not gonna be focusing on the witty dialogue, and it's like. And Justin Ryan likes to do his different characters, right? Mm-hmm. And he will do these characters in a funny way, but think of it that, but they won't shut the fuck up. 
Yeah. Because the, 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 the knife guy, I was like, I don't want to hear this dude anymore. I, I find him so annoying. Nothing he says is funny. Yeah. And because that's the whole point. That's kind of the joke, right? Yeah. That your your weapons talk to you. And it's... They all have different personalities and they stuff. They have different personalities and stuff, which on paper sounds hilarious. Yeah. But in games, like you were saying, like you were telling me that day, yesterday, you're too focused on what you're doing to focus on the witty banter. And I feel like, you know, if you, like, obviously you can probably multitask both. Yeah. But if you're just, like, more, like, focused on wanting to listen to the dumb, like, the dumb jokes that are being made, mm. you know, like, you're in the middle of a boss fight. I mean, you're, like, you know, I just want to get through the boss, like, right? Yeah. Like, it, it kind of, like, uh, not slows down, I guess, yeah, probably, that's probably the right word, slows down the, uh, the boss fight experience for you instead of just like having it be normally paced you're just kind of like distracted by all the dumb stuff that's happening mm. and to be fair there's probably like various games that are able to like balance like mm. witty funny humor in the middle of a boss fight yeah but i'm gen- i'm pretty sure that generally happens when you're like moving into the next stage of a boss fight they'll mm. like have some banter back and forth not during the middle of the fight mm. you know Wait, and it's like it doesn't really help that it's the jokes just again aren't landing dude like it's just it's so like uh, you gotta watch the show to know what i mean really because like just you'll, you'll notice you'll see it immediately afterwards when they both start talking to each other and it's just like wow this is this isn't that great i was hoping for better because it's just a royal and he's kind of like uh the, the it guy right now Mm-hmm. But something I did know, know that I did like think about it's like this would be a better game for streaming wise, because you, when you're streaming it, you're not gonna you're watching someone play it, you're not gonna be bothered by like, like one you're gonna look at some great gameplay, someone doing some cool stuff on with that game, but also the funny banter, right? But the guy playing it isn't gonna notice it, but the but the audience is. Yeah, but even then, I feel like this is this was like that experience for 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 people. Like yeah. the trailer is supposed to be that experience of like mm. you just watching someone play a game and like listening to the banter. But in this case, it doesn't really work that well. No, it doesn't. You're right. Um, but I'm, like that's, that's, but I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you that I think that's probably the idea. Yeah. But in this execution wise, it didn't, it, it didn't work. No. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm I'm trying to give good points, but if that you know. There, there are obviously flaws in my in my ideas, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, also, they talked about um, Tales from the Borderlands. Oh uh, yeah, just a, like yeah, a, a sequel to Tales of the Borderlands, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was neat. Um, they're getting like because I think Telltale's is still you know it went down, but it kind of mm-hmm. came back because um, they're they're doing Wolf Among Us too. Um, but uh, for uh, I. Mm. Gearbox, they were just like, "Hey, let's make a second Tales of the Borderlands, but we'll just bring in the people, like some former Telltale's developers, mm. and you know, we'll have you know, and writers and stuff, and we'll do it ourselves." Which you know, that's neat, uh, you know, because I think I remember the first Tales of the Borderlands was uh, was was well received. So yeah, getting a sequel that's pretty cool uh, for the most part. Um, but besides that, I think uh. Yeah, I think that's about it. For that's like about it. Um, most notable ones, yeah. Yeah, I feel in overall, I think this game sounds fine. Um, they well, Gamescom has always been a game, uh, a conference where they show off like games that aren't like AAA games, right? 
oftentimes, yeah, like, yeah, you will get, like, one or two of the big hitters, mm. I feel, of, like, a big announcement. But for the most part, yeah, Gamescom is sort of, like, because um, I feel like most people like to save, like, big announcements for stuff, mm. either at, during E3 time, which is, like, you know, early June, or during the Game Awards, which is, like, in December. Which, by the way, I think that's the other thing. Like, December 8th this year mm. is going to be Game Awards season. So, you know. Uh, but, yeah, overall, you know, uh, yeah, this game, Tom, I, I like I said, I think people were a little disappointed because they wanted to see stuff like God of War. Because I think that cause that comes out this year. But, I mean, you know, for the most part, I think it was a, uh, a solid Gamescom. We got a lot of interesting games out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Eliza P was definitely, I think, the highlight. Yeah, because it was so different. Yeah. But, I mean, it was still a, a solid game show, uh, game conference. Um, and I think that's what really, you know, I think that's what counts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and who knows, there might be more announcements coming uh, that we don't know about. Because usually that's always what happens, like like the because uh... yeah, because Gamescom is sort of like kind of a week thing. Yeah, it's not just a one day kind of thing. So we'll probably get to see a little. We might get like a little bit more different announcements over the coming days. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be neat to see. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, guys, that's the end of the episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social media: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Geeks Interiors. We are most active on Instagram. We will find a link to all podcasting as we're officially part of, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora and the like and you'll find a link to the youtube for all y'all listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice be sure to like comment subscribe on the U- on youtube and support us on any for any form on patreon and yeah that's it for the episode guys anyways gamescom is going on hopefully or at the end of it uh there were some good announcements and i hope you guys enjoyed and are excited for these new games coming out anyways it's been me your boy eli it's been me joe you guys have a good one peace